Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, December 4th. Let's jump into today's top stories. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yermark, Big 10 Commissioner Tony Petiti and ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips last week quietly lobbied leaders in both parties, including Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell and House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries, to back legislation that would set national standards on how collegiate athletes can profit on their name, image and likeness, CNN's Manu Raju, Claire Foran and Morgan Rimmer report. Sankey last week told Raju, the risk is we see states further build walls around their recruiting grounds, thinking that that somehow provides a competitive advantage. The risk is that more and more young people sign agreements that they don't understand. The risk is we move further and further from the academic nature of college sports. Phillips added, we need protection for our student-athletes. You know, some of the situations that they find themselves in, trusting advisors that steer them in the wrong direction end up being really counterproductive and harmful. With bills from multiple lawmakers on the table, Petiti believes there is enough positive in all the bills, to be honest, that we can work with some combination. The effort has been, especially over the last few months, let's try to bring people together. There's a lot of staff putting time in it. How can we get those staff to bridge and come together to have something? ESPN's Heather Dinich pulls back the curtain on the College Football Playoff Selection Committee's decision to leave out Florida State. One committee member tells Dinich, all of us had the emotional tie, like, holy, expletive, this is really going to suck to do this. We talked about that over and over, and we just kept coming back to are they good enough with what they have to win a national championship, and it just kept coming back to we didn't think they could. And the committee has remained steadfast in its belief that it got the field right, with a member remarking, at the end of the day, everybody had the same goal in mind, do we have the four best teams? And we all felt pretty good that we do. Another source insists that, people may not believe it, but we don't say, oh gosh, if we vote this way, the SEC is going to be left out. That never came up. Ever. We literally look at teams, put them up against each other, and say, who did they beat? Who did they not beat? Who have they beaten on the road? What's their strength of schedule? Look at the matrix and all the data. U.S. Senator Rick Scott, Republican Florida, is demanding answers and transparency from the College Football Playoff Selection Committee following its unprecedented exclusion of Florida State from the playoffs. In a letter to NC State AD-Selection Committee Chair Boo Corrigan, Scott requests immediate answers regarding the listing step and ranking step votes of each committee member, notes, reports or recordings of the deliberations, and any and all written communications between selection committee members with one another, with the CFP Management Committee, with ESPN and or the SEC, and with any individuals not affiliated with the CFP. Scott wrote, there are hopes, dreams and billions of dollars in economic activity that hinge on the decisions made by the 13-member group that you lead. Given the unprecedented nature of your recent decision, an unprecedented commitment to transparency is required. With Washington State and Oregon State having agreed to a football scheduling partnership with the Mountain West, Cougars AD Pat Chun says the Cougars are working on building out schedules for the school's other sports. Chun said, they're all urgent, and we're working on those in parallel tracks right now with trying to get this football piece done. Could WSU and OSU play each other twice in a home-and-home -home series? Chun was open to that possibility, though only as a last resort. Chun also says the Pac-12 logo will still adorn WSU's jerseys and home field and says of potential media partners, we'll work with Oregon State through the conference to identify television opportunities and partners. As normal with traditional TV agreements, we'll control the rights to all of our home games. 
So we'll begin that process in short order as soon as we finalize the football schedules. Army West Point AD Mike Buddy acknowledges the move to the AAC isn't baggage-free, telling SBJ's Ben Portnoy, there will be plenty of people who don't support the move, especially with our graduate population, who still have some scar tissue from the Conference USA adventure of 1998. It's not even the same global situation right now. So many things are different, from college football to the transfer portal and name, image and likeness, it really just transformed how and where we can be competitive. To be honest with you, before SMU announced it would join the ACC, Mike Oresco had just checked in and said, hey, if there's any more shifting, would you have any interest? I'm sure he did that for multiple schools, but for the first time since I had arrived at Army, the answer wasn't, no, we're not doing it at all. Portnoy notes Army will receive its football-only cut of the AAC's 12-year deal with ESPN, worth $83.3 million annually, on a graduated basis, but neither AAC Commissioner Oresco nor Buddy would disclose when the Black Knights would receive their full share. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, December 4th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.